Welcome to the Real Life Church podcast channel. My name is Michael Bame. I am the pastor here, and Real Life Church is all about connecting Jesus to real lives. You can find out more about us at reallifecov.com. We are continuing on in a message series uh, that's all about real life values. So if you ever wanted to know what Real Life Church is all about, you've come at the right time. Uh, we have been going through what we value. And it's all connected with our mission, right? connecting Jesus to real life. Connecting Jesus to real life. We are on a mission to connect Jesus' life with your life and with my life. And how we do that, how we do that well is by being a kind of people. We want to develop into a certain type of people. And those people are real people that are striving to be like Jesus in real life, right? If we're going to connect Jesus to real life, then we need to be real people that are striving to be like Jesus in real life life, right? That, so that's what we're trying to be. And through that, we come up with some different values, things that are important to us, things that we keep at the forefront of us to develop into. And that first one was real people, right? Real people. We looked at that last week and real people, you mean like not fake people? Exactly. Exactly. Not fake people, but people that can understand that they have issues and struggles and hangups, just like other people have issues, struggles, and hang-ups. And, and we're not afraid to um, get to know other people and their issues and struggles and hang-ups as well as be known by them, right? We're not afraid of that. It doesn't mean we just go out and broadcast it everywhere, but it helps to level the playing field that we're all here on the same place, right? We start at the same place. We've got stuff that's going on, and yours might be different than mine, and mine might be different than yours. Maybe we have some similar things going on that we struggle with, but it helps to lower the playing field, and we're willing to get to know each other in the midst of those things. We're real people, right? We're real people. And uh, last week as we talked about this, uh, we went through a little saying, right? The Apostle Paul had a saying that he shared with his uh, person he was mentoring, this, this young man named Timothy. And he wrote to Timothy in 1 Timothy 1.15, he said, Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners, and I'm the worst of them all. Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners, and I'm the worst of us all. And we talked about the three things that this saying was saying, right? The three things the saying was saying was, I'm the worst sinner, right? It's a mindset, not, not lessening your, your value or talking bad about yourself, but it's a mindset. Like, I, I get it. I've got issues and struggles and hangups. Like, I am the worst sinner. But if I'm the worst sinner, that means that I am dependent on Jesus for saving. Someone else has to rescue me, has to restore me. I cannot do it myself. I am dependent on Jesus for saving. And when we put those two things together, the fact that Jesus comes into this world to save sinners actually brings worth to those sinners, right? The sinners have worth in his eyes. And so that's the third thing. It says that, that I'm worth saving. I might be the worst sinner, and I, I'm dependent on Jesus for saving, but I, I'm worth saving. 
in Jesus' eyes, I'm worth saving. And that, that's, that's the place where I want us to, to hang out here a little bit as we transition to another value that we have. If one value is being a real person that is worth saving, then we need to continue on with that worth saving piece because I think we have a value issue. We have a problem with seeing our own value. And when we have a problem seeing our own value, we try to come up with ways of getting that value, right? We have different things that we do to try to get value for ourselves. Maybe we try to get a different body image to bring value to ourselves. Maybe we try to promote ourselves in a way that would get us into a, a, a better title for a job, Right? Because that title will give us some value in other people's eyes. Or maybe students right, on the, on the field or on the court or on the rink. You, you go out there and if you can win and you can better, be better than the other person, then, then it brings value to you. Or, or if you can push someone else down to build yourself up, that brings value to yourself. Right? You're trying to impress other people because it gives you some sense of value when they are just like, wow, that's amazing that you can do that. Right? We, we do these things to gain value, but it's a bit off, isn't it? it it's a bit misguided because we forget that we already have value. We, we miss the fact that God sees great value in you and in, in me already, that, that we are worth saving, that we are worth coming into this, this world, even in our state of sinfulness, we had value in God's eyes. Right? Let me show you what I mean, because I think uh, it's going to be helpful for us to see this in the context. Um, I'm going to build this context because the, the way in which we go about getting value is not that much different than the, the world in which Jesus lived um, and then the world in which the disciples and the apostles there afterwards lived, right? This is a, a Roman government, and in Rome, you had a different hierarchy of people, those that um, were wealthy um, and uh, had great influence, maybe politically, um, if you aligned yourself with them and you could show how you entertain them at your house and they entertain you at their, their house um, and you could name drop, you know, oh, I know so-and-so. Yes, well, so-and-so and I hung out the other day, right? It, it like brought you into value. In fact, that was in, in their society how they could move up the ranks. Even a slave could move up the ranks in, um, in the realm of the Roman world by who they know and who they could impress and who um, they could start gaining influence over. More people they have influence over, the higher up you went. I don't think that's that different from today. Right? Who, who are those that we look at that if we could drop their name, we could assign more value to ourselves? Someone that's wealthy, or we achieve more wealth ourselves, right? Famous people, anybody meet some famous people, right? Yeah, meet some famous people, you drop their name, oh, I know this person. Uh, influencers, today, this day and age right now, uh, different types of you, uh, YouTube or uh, Instagram or TikTok, right? Influencers, 
that they have a huge thing. I mean, I don't know how many t- stories I, I've read in my news feed where uh, it talks about so-and-so did this and the internet went crazy. Like, who cares about the internet, what, what, they, what their influence? But it has an influence in our, in our life, right? And, and if we could have more influence over that. And so we self-promote, right? We, we try to think, gain the best thing for ourselves in this way. And that's not a lot different than Jesus' world. It's not that much different than the Apostle Paul's world, where um, we're going to look at Philippians chapter 2, and he's writing this letter uh, while he sits in prison. He's a criminal, according to the, the Roman government, okay? Uh, and we're going to take a look at it. And he shows us that if we can have the same attitude as Jesus had, right, if we could strive to be like Jesus, Right, then we, need to, we can do some things. And he lays out what Jesus did, and it's very similar to Paul in his state, his great influence over these churches, and yet he's sitting in prison. So Philippians chapter 2, starting in verse 6, he says, Though he, Jesus, was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to, right, to hang on to as if this is, this is where I can use that to gain stature in life. Right? Yeah, I can hang on to this thing about being God and that makes me better than everyone else. No, instead he gives it up, right? Instead he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position as a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. Some things I want to point out here, okay? Some things I want to point out here. Um, what is the highest place in their world, theological world, like heaven, right? The, the God being at that level. In fact, emperors would say that they were descendants of God to give them their position, right? It's, that's the way they talked about it. So though Jesus was God, he realized that that is not necessarily where his value comes from, right? So it focused in on that. I don't need to promote myself in that way, but instead he humbled himself. And notice, if you notice, he first becomes a slave before being human. Did you notice that? He humbled himself as a slave and then was born as a human. I think that's significant. There's, a, there's something else going on here that says I'm going to bring myself into a position that's going to put somebody else's interests equal to mine, what we're interested in, right? I'm going to humble myself in obedience to God the Father, and then I'm going to be a human. Notice right here, we have heaven up above coming down to humans on the earth. It's going to come into play here in a second. But not only does he become a human, what, what kind of human? He dies in which way? Lives his whole life and dies how? As a criminal. This is like the lowest level of humanity. In fact, they have such a low level of humanity from the way that the Roman government would look at them, they have no value. In fact, they have such little value that they should just be executed. And how was he executed? 
in humiliation, right? From the world's view, this is a humiliating act, being on this Roman torture device called a cross, a crucifix, and he's on there, and everybody walking by automatically feels like they're better than he is because he's sitting there mostly naked, slowly dying because he's a criminal, and they can look down upon him as a criminal. Now, here's something that's really important. Okay, Jesus doesn't lose value when he humbles himself. His circumstance that he is in as a criminal that's dying on a cross, he still has the same value that he had. Now, from the world's eyes, maybe not. But Jesus doesn't lose this value when he humbles himself. And I think this is really crucial to think about. Uh, Humility is different than humiliation, right? Humility is different than humiliation. Anybody ever here ever experienced something that it was humiliating? Right? You did something and maybe you felt some shame for it. You were certainly embarrassed by it, right? Um, I, there was a time I was at the gym and um, I, I'm a, I like doing CrossFit. Anybody here CrossFit, right? Yeah, basically punishing yourself and uh, really, really, really in a bad way, but then you feel really good about it later. Uh, it's sick. It's just sick. Um, but doing CrossFit, and one of the things that CrossFit that I'm really good at that I really like is doing box jumps. You ever hear of those things? You got like a certain level of box and you would jump up on top of it and then go back down and bounce right back up and you do as many as you can or whatever the rep structure is. Um, and I was able to do that with a 30-inch box. Now, it's impressive, guys. You should be impressed by that. Honestly, no, it's really good. It's really good. I mean, you've got like 20-inch boxes like here, you know, 24-inch. It gets a little bit higher, a 30-inch. That's, that's, that's impressive uh, that you could do that. Not just jump up onto it, but jump back down and back back up again. I mean, that's a long way to jump. Try it sometime. Hurt yourself. Feel good about how it felt, right? Yeah, but it had been some time since I did one, and I went to the to the gym, and I set up a 30-inch box, and I was going to do some of those as kind of a, a leg workout and do some other things, and so I got ready to do this. I'm like, I know I can do this, and I went, and I jumped up on top of it, and I got on top. Only thing is, is I was leaning back too far. I forgot to get up over, the, over my balls and feet. What happened? Yeah, matrix type of like movement. I'm all over and I fell backwards. The box went forward. I went down um, and there was a guy right across in the big doorway sitting there doing some kind of arm curls or something. Just watching me the whole time and I'm like, that's, oh, I feel awful. Because I can do it. I can do that. Dude, if you saw me do it, you'd be impressed by it. But did I? No, it's completely humiliating. It was. it was. I was humiliated. But did I choose to be humiliated? No, right? It's something that happens to you. You don't get to choose humiliation. Like I get you do something and it causes you to be humiliated. It didn't work out the way you wanted to. But here's the difference between, that's the difference between humiliation and humility. Humility is something you get to choose. You have control over that. You get to humble yourself. That's what Jesus does here. He knows his value. And because he knows his value, he can humble himself as a slave. 
He can become a human being. He can even die on a, as a criminal on a cross, and it never changes his value. And I think that's what we need to wrap our minds around. Your circumstance, the place that you find yourself, the title that you have, it doesn't give you value or take value away. You already have value because Jesus finds value in you. He chose to humble himself to come down and be like you and be like me and die a horrible death because he finds so much value in you and so much value in me already. If we could just wrap our mind around that, this humility thing would be so much easier because we want to be humble people. That's a value at Real Life Church, humble people. And humble people know that they are valued people. You cannot be a humble person without already knowing your value. You will have a tough time with that because you will continue to want to promote yourself and impress other people instead of showing them that they have value too. That's exactly what happens with Jesus. So Jesus dies this criminal's death on the cross. Verse 9, therefore God elevated him to the highest honor and gave him a name that is above all other names that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and and heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father there's a bigger purpose play here. Jesus humbled himself because he already knew his value and he never lost his value when he humbles himself. And that's true for you and true for me. You have great value in Jesus' eyes. I wish I could make you feel it. Because I think when we look at this word humble or this idea of humility, we feel like it's a depreciation of ourselves. We feel like it's this upside down thing of like instead of just promoting myself, I need to talk bad about myself. Instead of trying to impress others, I just need to be depressed, right? And have these negative thoughts about myself. And that's not what it's talking about at all. The fact that you can embrace the value you have in Jesus, that allows you to be humble because you know you don't lose your value. But how do you become humble, right? How do you do that? How do you humble yourself in a good and healthy way? That would be nice to know. Well, Paul, uh, who wrote this just a few verses before, he tells us exactly what we should do. What does that look like for us in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 and 4? And I, I put it up in this way. You can see uh, the, the different color codes because the first line goes with the, the last lines and then the two middle lines go together, okay? And it's really important to see that and understand that so that we can unpack it better, okay? So how do you humble yourself? Well, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look only to your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Now, 
let's just take a look at what this says, okay? Don't be selfish. Well, how do you not be selfish? Well, don't look for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. That's how you are not just selfish. You're not just self-serving of your own interests. You actually are interested in what's best for someone else, not just what's best for you. That's how you don't be selfish. Tough one? It's not easy, right? This is good for me. I think this is best for me. But if it's best for me, I don't really care what happens to you. That's the problem, okay? But if you can see what's best for another person as well, now, now we have a place where we can be humble people. We've humbled ourselves. I'm not just going to think about myself and what's best for me. I'm going to think about what's best for you too, okay? It's different. Uh, the middle one, the middle one, don't try to impress others, but, hum, but be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Now, what, is, what do we do with this? How do we do this normally? I got to think of them better than myself. So what does that mean? I got to think less of myself. That's not what it says. You don't need to move at all, right? It's not saying you need to, like you think somebody's low. Well, no, think less of yourself down there. It's not what it's talking about at all. Just talking about thinking better about them, right? Like I don't need to go and talk bad about this person so that I can be better, but you know what? I know where I'm at. I know my value. So that gives me the potential to be able to lift somebody else up, to talk better about them, to think about them, to, to be impressed by what they can do and not worried so much about what does that say about me, right? There's so much freedom in being able to humble yourself because you know your value. And we're going to talk more about next week about how that affects the people around you, that you can bring value to them. But right now, we just need to sit with this idea that you have immense amount of value, that Jesus has so much value in you that he says you're worth dying for. You're worth leaving heaven for. You're worth coming and being like you for. You're worth dying a criminal's death for. That's how much value he places on you. And if you can own that value, now you have, now you have the potential to humble yourself and start taking an interest in others, self-serving issue, interests, but, and you can also start being impressed by others. And that's, that's where I'm going to go with this. So how do you practically put this into practice, right? What does it look like? Um, first, you need to have an honest assessment of yourself, right? You need to take an honest assessment of yourself. Take a look at yourself. Where are you trying to gain value, right? Is your self-esteem really just kind of in the toilet and you're trying to get it out of there, trying to lift it up? And that's why you're trying to tell a story about yourself or uh, fabricate it in such a way that makes yourself look better. Or are you trying to make yourself look worse so somebody else will lift you up, right? Uh, is your self-esteem has some issues, right? Uh, are you trying to impress other people, right? Because you need a little bit of affirmation. And, and affirmation in itself is not bad, right? I mean, it's nice to, for someone to kind of come and tell you, hey, I really see this good in you. That's great. But are you doing things just to get that affirmation, right? You're, you're trying to impress people just so they, they will praise you. 
Are you trying to do something that's trying to build yourself up in an unhealthy manner? Or you're tearing someone else down so it makes you look higher, right? So just do an honest assessment of yourself. You need to be honest with yourself. How, how do I value? What are my values? Where am I getting my value? And, and I'm going to push you towards like, Jesus has already given you a great amount of value. You're valuable to him. The second thing that you do after you have an honest assessment is you take some humble action. Take some humble action. This humble action is about being uh, interested in others, right? Be interested in others. What is, at the, what is best for them? It's not just about your own interests and what works out best for you, but what is going to be best for them? Take an interest in others. Um, and then be impressed by others. You can be impressed by others without it devaluing you at all. Man, the thing that you're doing, that's amazing. I love how generous you are. Without having to follow up, you know, like, man, I can never be that generous. If I had more money, I could be more generous. I could be generous like them if I had as much money as they had. Hey, put your focus on you, right? But like, I am so impressed by how generous you get to be. Okay? The way that you care for your family, the, the mother that you are, the father that you are, I'm impressed by that without turning it back on yourself, right? Just sit and be impressed by other people, right? That's a way of lifting them up without devaluing yourself. You don't lose any value when you humble yourself. That's the thing that we need to take away from this, okay? So be impressed by others and take an interest in others. Those are the humble action steps that you can take. But it all starts with understanding your value, that you are worth leaving heaven for, that you are so valuable that Jesus thought that you had enough value to die for. That's how much value he puts on you and your life. Pray with me. Lord Jesus Christ, thank you so much for the way in which you show us how to live, that you give us so much value because you came to be here with us. God, we are honored to give you honor, that we are actually glorified because of what you have done, that you came seeking us to lift us up, to show us how much worth and how much value we have. God, may we go out here today and be changed by the value you placed on us so that we can be the humble people that you desire us to be. Amen. Hey there, hope you enjoyed the sermon today. We love connecting Jesus' life with other people's lives and hope we were able to do that with you today. If you'd like to know more about us here at Real Life Church, please check us out at reallifecove.com. Thanks for listening.